family favorite time. Yeah, but I don't think that necessarily means that the backpacks were less good for that reason. Yeah, it's just, you know, I don't know. It is very big. How, what do you have in there? I have my work laptop. I have my purse. Oh, actually, since I moved out of my house, I have <laughs> condoms. condoms. Are those magnums? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. Uh, right, so you're hunting down very specific people. No, no, then. no. That wasn't. That's not wishful thinking. That was for a specific, for a specific person, person that I was oh. with at the time. Gotcha. Um, so I'll probably never <laughs> get a chance to, <laughs> to use, use them those again. again. Yeah, that's very intimidating for if you're hooking up with anybody in the future. Yeah, I just have the. I pull those out from my nightstand, and I'm like, it's like, oh, it's these this fit, right? or nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and by nothing, I mean like we'll still have sex. <laughs> <That's fine. laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I'll edit that out. You don't have to. I don't think anybody believes that. That you're that fucking? Would... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, that's probably true, too. I'm not, though. So. No. Yeah. By, like on purpose or just? Um, well, by I'm not. My doctor asked me if I was sexually active because I had a pap smear yesterday and I didn't know how to answer that. I was like, I mean, like two like six weeks ago, but not now. And I don't know the next. T- so intermittently, I'm like, I don't know <laughs> what the <laughs> response is. I feel like that counts, right? Six weeks is recent enough that it counts as sexually active. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But she was like, so kind of? And I was like, yeah, kind of. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think it would only count if you were six weeks in and you were not planning on having sex again, then that would be not sexually active. I'm not really planning on it. But it happens. Sometimes, but I just, I don't know. I was thinking the other day, which is, this is what I think often, but I was like, I just don't want to, um, have sex. I don't mind having sex with someone. I don't want to talk. Like, I don't want to date anybody. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I feel like that's the way you've always been. Sort of, but I'm like, there's sometimes where I'm like, I kind of want a boyfriend or like companionship is nice. I I feel that I've heard that (laughs) so rarely from you. I have said that to you before, though. And <laughs> then I think these you moments are, like, are so fleeting. Yeah. And then by the next time I talk to you, that was already gone. Well, lately I have really wanted a boyfriend. Okay. Not really to the point where I'm like, ooh, I need to meet a man. But like that's been something where I'm like, that would be nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I thought about it and like, because I'm on like Hinge or whatever. Right. And even when cute people talk to me, I'm like, I don't want to do. I'm like, uh, yeah. what, I, it, what is it about it? Like what's holding you back? It literally just stops becoming appealing to me at all. Like, I'm like, oh, that guy's cute. And then we'll talk. And I'm like, no, I just don't want to do it. It's not even like I'm nervous or I dread it. Or like how we were talking about before, how I'm like, I just don't think I could like have a conversation with somebody. Yeah. I think it's kind of like what we were talking about earlier. Like, I just don't feel like putting energy into it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's tough because like everything in life requires so much energy. Yeah. Like it's, uh, you know, just... Just existing in the world takes so much out of you on a regular basis that to like really like make a relationship good, you kind of have to put a certain amount of, of energy in it. I just can't imagine like taking the time to get to know somebody yeah. to where you can form like, because uh, yeah, I was thinking about my ex and like all the history that we have and we just know each other very well and it was very easy in that way. And I'm like, I don't want to build up like, take the time to build that with somebody else. It just sounds so exhausting yeah. that I just don't even... I just really don't care. So what about somebody that you already know, then? Uh, <laughs> I don't... Like, there's nobody that I currently know that I would date, I feel like. Well, I mean, 
yeah, I guess I get that part. But like if there was a person that you knew pretty well. Yeah, it would have to be something that just sort of happened. I don't think that I could like be set up with somebody. Right. But like the past two guys that I've slept with was like one of them I was already friends with. And then the other I had met through Caitlin working at the bar. So that just sort of happened as well. So it's going to have to be something organic like that. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> and then I guess I'll be sexually active. Again. I, yeah. <laughs> but I always go through really long periods of time. So I'll have sex with a couple people and then I'll go like a year and a half. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man. I didn't know that the stretches were that long. Oh, sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes oh. I'll go like a couple years, but I don't, I don't really care. Wow. Like, it's not like I'm going those two years and I'm like, oh, fuck, man. I just really need to have sex with somebody right now. Like, it doesn't bother me. I'm like, I know, because it's, it's not for a lack of being able to. It's just lack right. of really caring if I do or not. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure I could if I really wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, mm-hmm. you, you just turned 30 recently. <laughs> yeah. How's that? How are you feeling? The thing is, I had, um, I'm not like happy about it or anything, but um, I just, for the past, like, several months before turning 30, I had just already considered myself 30. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm... Mm, you just gave into it. Yeah. So I had already just felt 30 for mm-hmm. a while. So when it happened, I was like, yeah, this okay. is what it's... This is just confirming what I've been. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. I don't feel like I look old. No. I feel like you have you have to say that, but I really don't think so. No. Yeah, I have. Um, I although my dad took a picture of me on my birthday, and then he sent it to me. And while I took the picture, I felt like I looked nice in it, and I was like, "Oh, send me that picture." And then he sent it to me, and it was probably like the worst picture I've ever seen of. Could that myself. be your dad's fault, though? No, it was because sometimes I see pictures of myself that I'm horrified by, but it's like a really weird angle. Right. And, but this was just what my, fa- I don't know. It was really like, it was a rude awakening. Mm-hmm. I'll show it to you later. <laughs> okay. I'm very, very interested in this. I really want to, can, can you show it to me? Like, yeah, so I can, can show it to you now. Have, can I can have a live response for the listeners? Well, you did, you did, uh, I mean, you did end up making an event and stuff. So I feel like that was like a positive, positive step towards like accepting your thirties. Fuck dude. You just, you're just making an awkward face. I think I look really haggard. No, and my- you're just making a weird face. It looks like. like if I saw that, I wouldn't think that was even, I'd have to be like, wait, that's Brittany. That doesn't really look like you. Yeah. Um, Caitlin said it didn't look like me, but. It's something about maybe, I don't know if it's the face that you're making. You just look a little like awkward. Like you're but my teeth look really janky and I look old. You, but th- like I said, it doesn't look like you. Like it's just, it looks like a weird picture. It doesn't look like you. This is Brittany now. That cake looks good though, right? The cake looks amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so he got something right. In that, <laughs> that cake is photogenic as fuck. I know. I should take it and then crop my face out. Yeah. Photos like there's a face swap with the cake. Oh yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. So yeah, I'm 30. I don't know. I think I'll be more upset when I'm like 32 or like 31 or 32. Why do you think that's the worst one? Uh, I just feel like now it kind of still feels like a joke to me. <laughs> and at that point, I'm going to be like, I'm in my 30s. Yeah. You know uh, what I mean? Okay. Okay. What about 40? Oh, no. <laughs> no. Well, I think I also feel okay about it because honestly, everybody who I talk to or bring up that I'm 30 is like genuinely like the 30s are your best years. Like the 30s were my best years. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. But my hairdresser told me that the 30s were her best year, but she's like, 40 is not good. 
She's like, so, so like once you turn 40, it's not, you're not going to like it. Because she's like, when you're 30, you still look young, you're still hot, but you just know yourself better. Um, and she's like, when you're 40, you're just old. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe there's a different type of like acceptance and letting go that you have to do when you get to 40 then. Maybe. I hope that each stage of my life, I'm going to like it for different reasons. Like at 40, I'm not going to care as much about being hot. And I'm going to like it because maybe I don't care as much about being hot. So maybe I'll just eat more of whatever I want. You yeah, know? that could be part of it. But also, yeah, I think, yeah, there's a, I've, I've been interacting with a lot of like younger people lately because I'm like, I've been at Fraser Farms for way too fucking long. So yeah. I work with a ton of 20 year olds now. Oh, so, like my work is a lot of people younger than me. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> and so that's how it's been. Uh, and I've, I've just noticed a thing about people at that age that I had a lot where certain things like upset them more. And people upset them more. And I just remember, like, being that way and getting really annoyed by certain things, not liking a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And I hear them talking shit about other people. And I just feel like now that I'm older, I guess I have a more of a realization that everybody's got their own shit. Yeah. And so it's like, yeah, this person's annoying, but I guess I just know why they're annoying. Because I, like, suffered through life <laughs> for a yeah. little while longer. So I get it. I wish I feel like I had that perspective because I never really got that upset about anything well yeah but yours is for a different reason right <laughs> i guess so i don't know i mean some things annoy me but not i never really get mad about things yeah really yeah i think if you talk to most of my friends they would say that they've probably never seen me like actually angry yeah well i mean i feel like most people would say the same thing about me even though i do get angry all the time yeah yeah but it's different, though. And it's not a thing that I like to do. To get angry? Yeah. What's the last thing you got angry about? Um, like a person or? If it's me, I don't want to hear it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it probably is. Yeah, I mean, probably like I get mad at like my wife and kids all the time, but like yeah. not in like a way that's. Just because we're around each other all the time yeah. and it, there's difficulties that come with that. But So aside from like the typical, like, you know, my mom pisses me off thing. Like, what's the last thing that made you angry? Oh, I feel like there was something that got me really mad recently, but I can't remember what it is. And it was something where I was just like, it was upsetting because of like what it all like, because it reminded me of like a bigger problem in the world. <laughs> and so this like this event like represented something greater because of what it meant for like something else but i can't remember what it was i was just remember the, the abortion law i mean that is annoying but <laughs> i should should make you mad first yeah it does but like in a different way like i don't feel like it's it's directed in the same way like if i talked to somebody that strongly supported it i'd probably be very angry at them but yeah it's it, it's it's a little more difficult when it's like this weird problem it's almost like it's almost not even like anger when there's issues like that in the world it's just like a kind of just like a draining disappointment in the world. Yeah. It's just like, man, why, why does it have to be this way? Yeah. But I feel like that about so many things. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about like existing, taking so much energy. Yeah. It's kind of that kind of shit like that, where you're just trying to get through life and all of a sudden you look on the news and there's shit like you're this going like, on. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. It's not fun. I know. I mean, I think about living here and I'm like, well, I mean, hopefully this never has to come into play, but I'm like, well, at least I live close to TJ, but like, what the fuck are other people going to do? You know? know? Yeah. You would go to TJ for an abortion? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. I mean, not like a back alley one, but right. they have nice places to go in TJ. 
Yeah, I guess just like getting around, I guess, can be kind of sketchy sometimes. Oh, yeah. I mean, I have friends who live there and stuff. Oh, so cool. I think They'd it would be, be able to show you all the good spots. Yeah, we get some tacos <laughs> after. <laughs> I started eating meat, by the way. I don't know if I told you that. You told me that, but I don't know if you told the listeners. We didn't tell the listeners. I did. I started eating meat again. So I've been like going taco crazy. Yeah. What's your favorite kind of taco? Um, I mean, I guess it depends on the place. Different places have, like, their specialty. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it just depends on where I go. I, I get, like, if I go to a new place, I'll get, like, one of each. Okay. To see which one the best one is. Uh-huh. And then I'll just get multiple of that one if I like it. Yeah. And then the next time I'll go, I'll just get a lot of that one. Sure. Depending. I don't know. I, don't know. I, I, like, I like them all. <laughs> yeah. They're, tacos are great. But I actually um, really prefer fish, taco, fish and shrimp tacos. To, oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I like, like, chicken and carne asada and adobada and that yeah. stuff. But... If I had to eat any kind of taco for the rest of my life, it would be seafood. Interesting. Well, yeah, I mean, the, for a long time, because I was pescatarian, that was, like, the main thing I was doing. They have this place in Encinitas that has, like, some pretty awesome, like, dollar fish tacos that yeah. you go, you're like, how, how is this happening? <laughs> it's really great. You should check it out if you're in North County again. Okay, what's it called? That's a great question. Uh, <laughs> I'll check Fuck. it out, though. I'll look up fish tacos <laughs> in a beachside city it's, uh, <laughs> and see if I can figure it out. It's a, it's a, I'll, I'm going to Google it and then send it to you later. Okay. Thank okay? you. Cool. All right. Cool. <laughs> All right. Any other updates? We, um, what is, what has happened since, since we, since we last talked? So I know that we're not going to get into like a lot of certain things about it, but we kind of briefly touched on, um, your, your, your personal romantic life in right. the episode with Schrader. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So very briefly, I don't think we said much about okay, it. Okay. So you want to elaborate on what's been going on with you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, uh, I forgot when this started. W- was I in, were we polyamorous when we started this podcast? Like me and you Madison? were just, you were, I think when we very first started this yes. podcast, you didn't want to talk about it, but you had just come to the agreement right, that, that you guys were okay with it. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so at that point, it was just like a... So he's been keeping the secret from you guys for a really <laughs> long time. I hope you guys feel betrayed. I know, and it was crazy, too, because there were so many like very dark moments through this whole podcast that I just wasn't talking about yeah. at all. And it got pretty intense for a while mm-hmm. there. Uh, but, you know, things are going good right now. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what happened? With, with what specifically? I mean, obviously, I know. But do you want to give like let's give yeah like, yeah give me ask like, give me some clarifying questions so that I can answer to the listeners what you're talking about. So let's give some spark notes on just your overall journey with polyamorism <laughs> so far. <laughs> overall journey. Let's see if you're catching someone up on what's been going. Well, on. I think I think for a long time I was kind of I've never been one of those people that likes to be super critical of marriage mm-hmm. um, for like the cliche reasons that a lot of people talk about not liking being married. Um, I never had a problem necessarily with it, but I think I did start criticizing like within the people that I was close to the idea of monogamy without like being explicit that that's what it was that I wasn't sure about. I just started losing faith in it because I just knew too many people that were in bad relationships were cheating on each other or not cheating on each other, but just staying with each other, even though they were super unhappy. Yeah. And I think I've always had like a critical view of monogamous relationships in some way or another or just anything that we do i think i'm critical about like anything that we just do because that's the way that it's supposed to be or that's just what we've always done yeah so i've always been mindful and thoughtful about that kind of stuff and i guess within me it was just a thing that i never fully vocalized until i got into a conversation yeah it was like several conversations that led up to the decision but we had talked about like 
with Madison, like, well, what would... Because you had wanted to for a while or always been open to that, and she wasn't. Yeah, I was always curious about it, too. I think, like, I mean, I feel like I've always talked about it with a lot of people. That idea interested me a lot. It seemed like an interesting concept for that people would date. And the whole, I've never just, like, I've never liked jealousy, so I think that's a big part of it as well. Yeah. Just to, like, a, a part of it is, is like... <clears throat> It feels like we hold on to monogamy so much because it's going to hurt our ego yes. to watch somebody that you like, like somebody else. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's a, and that's, it does hurt. That's a really, it's true. Right. So it brought out some sides to you that I think you weren't expecting, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It was crazy. I, yeah. That was really intense. I wasn't expecting it to be as difficult or as challenging as, uh, in those ways. I mean, difficult as far as like dating people, but then challenging to myself trying to, like, overcome my own ego and my own demons in a lot of ways. So what happened was you guys both were like, okay. She agreed to it. She was really not for the idea at all. This was all my idea. Yes. 100%. Yes. And then you were like, okay, I'll go on a dating website. She didn't even want to. Then she did. No, she got on dating website first. Oh, she did? Yeah. Okay. Like, she was on there for a while. But she didn't want to. No, she was just kind of like, whatever. She'll, yeah, Yeah. she's just going to try it. So you were like, gung-ho, she didn't want to, but then she met someone before you. Yeah. Yes. Which was cool. Right. (laughs) But then, so then she's starting to date somebody, and that relationship is moving, like, very quickly. Mm -hmm. And I, it's like, it's an adjustment. Yeah. And she's kind of acknowledged that she kind of fucked up a little bit by not making that adjustment like maybe the way that she should have a little bit. She, she kind of treated the relationship the way that it always was before polyamory, which is like, I kind of just wanted her to leave me alone. Cause it was like that. She was too much at that time. Right. But now she's dating someone else. So now I do want that, all that attention that she was giving me before I like, I, now I wanted it because now there's like the absence of it. Isn't like it a, funny how that so works? Fucked up. I yes. hate it, mm-hmm. but that's the way it works. Yeah. But you know, it's, it's a different context. Obviously when, when somebody's giving you all this attention, you're like the focus of their world. It's not enjoyable. But it hadn't been like that for a while. It hadn't been two. as no, it hadn't been that way. It had been proved, and we were doing really well. Like a relationship was going great, and we were like on top of the world right there, right before it started. Yeah, you're like, you know what? Things are going so well. I think we can handle this. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and it just seemed like everything was like going well. You know, we were feeling good about ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> like, there were so many positive Yeah, you guys had both lost weight, right? And yeah. And, like, yeah, so you yeah, guys were we looking your best. Yeah, we had a lot of best. confidence going into it. Everything was going good. You're like, you know what? I bet other people would want to fuck us, too. <laughs> and it was true for her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. So, <laughs> so, yeah, so she started dating somebody, and I was not having any luck at all. So that that was like the combination of just feeling like real low self-esteem from just like no luck at all through like anything. Yeah. And then the combination of that and then her just just being different and not us not adjusting to this thing. It was like growing pains for sure mm-hmm. to try to figure out how to make this whole thing work. Yeah. Because it was exciting at first. I was happy for her. You know, that was like, oh, that's awesome. Like that. It was so cool because she has always had trouble with friends. Like yeah. She tries to make plans with people and they flake or they move away. Like two of her best friends have moved away. Uh, and uh, and then she, you know, she meet people from work, but they're all lame and they don't want to do anything or I whatever. hope her work friends listen. <laughs> I hope so, too. If you're listening, Jasmine, you know, we're talking about <laughs> you're you. You're lame. You suck. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So 
so there was that whole thing. And then she started dating somebody. And now she's got all these plans. She could go out and do stuff. And it's great. That's awesome for her. Yeah. I know that you genuinely, like, didn't give a shit at first. Not that you didn't give a shit, but you weren't upset about no, it. No, I wasn't upset about it at all. Yeah. And they started having sex. Uh-huh. And that's when it was just like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So how soon after uh, they started dating did they start having sex? I think like a month. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So... <laughs> and then that's where the jealousy came in. Yeah, that's where it started. And then it got it got real bad for a while. But, you know, we got through that. Things have been great. Yeah, and she's still dating that She's still dating guy, right? that same guy, yeah. Yeah, but it's just a little more balanced. Yeah, and in, in a lot of ways um, that it's kind of hard to explain. Yeah. But just like, she was always very good at just being very, like, affectionate and loving and showing things and... Stuff like that, and I guess I felt like that wasn't happening as much anymore. Mm-hmm. So if if that was the situation when we were monogamous, I'd just be like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> but we weren't, so they just felt like, oh, well, what's going on? I don't know. It's just strange. Do you think part of her, because I might feel this way, because I'm sure you guys have had m- many, many arguments about where you were like, you like me too much. I'm the focus of your world. Like, calm the fuck down. You're smothering me sort of thing. Yep. To where she was like, she met this guy and then she was like, well, fuck you, David. You've always said this about me. So guess what? Like, I'm going to show you how much I don't depend on you for everything. Because I feel like I would have a little bit of that. Um, You know, maybe there's a little bit of that. I don't know if to that if it's that explicit where she's like, I'm going to purposely give this person more attention. I don't think it's necessarily like that. I think they were just both good at doing that. And so she just felt like, well, he doesn't need that. So I'm just going to focus on that stuff with this other person. Yeah. Has part of her or has she admitted at all that she kind of liked that you are upset about it because you've said stuff like that for so long? I'll ask. I bet you. I mean, I think it would be I think it would be normal if she was. I'm sure she acknowledges as well as you do how funny it is that these roles got reversed the way that they did. Mm hmm. but yeah, I don't think she's been like openly like, oh, I purposely did this because it to like revenge for what you did to me, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I guess I didn't mean it like that, but just kind of a little <laughs> bit, a little bit of like, aha. Uh-huh, yeah, know? no, I'm sure there's a little bit of that going on. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, things, things have changed. They're doing really good. Yeah. I started seeing somebody. Yeah. You've had some success since. So. Since. Yeah, yeah. It's been good. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, we'll see where this, we'll see where this is going. Nice. Yeah, even with the whole, even when it got really difficult, it didn't seem like either of us were really like blaming it on the polyamory. Yeah. So I think we'll probably just continue to do this for a bit. Yeah, the polyamory probably just brought out some you know underlying things. It did, but yeah. then it ended up making it way better because now we've been really good again. So yeah. I feel like, you know, who knows? Maybe it'll get shitty again in the future. Relationships are work every day, aren't they, David? (laughs) We have to choose every day. Yes. (laughs) As they say. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Should we get to... Let's... Last two episodes, we were... We didn't get to many questions. No, we didn't. And I've heard that some people love the questions. That's true. Okay. So, I've got one. It says... 
My husband is a widower, bleh, widower okay. with three kids. His youngest, Danielle, is getting married. My two stepsons have been much more welcoming to me since I entered the family than Danielle has. I approach this by being loving to Danielle, but non-intrusive and hoping she will come around. I never expect her to replace her mother, but I do hope we can be friends. At best, she is polite to me. Throughout the wedding planning, Danielle hasn't been any different, and I didn't really expect her to be. Recently, she had some seating charts out. Danielle wants her father in the front row during the ceremony with an empty seat next to him in honor of her mother. I am asked to sit wherever I want on the bride's side beyond the first row. During the dinner, I am not seated with my husband or the immediate family who are all sitting together. I am considering asking my husband to ask Danielle to reconsider. I haven't yet because I wanted to see if it would settle or if I would settle and not care as much. Hmm. That's very interesting. Yeah. (laughs) Um... Well, yeah, I feel like this is something that her husband definitely needs to address. Yes. Because she can't really do anything. I, f- I feel he like he should be... address that with his daughter, right? Yeah, agree. exactly. Like, I mean, if your husband's cool with that, it's kind of fucked up. Yeah. I mean, I get um, her wanting to honor her mom, mm-hmm. but your mother is not married to your father anymore. Yeah. So having an empty seat in honor of your mom, I get, you know, I personally think it's kind of odd but well i don't know i can't you could say still that have one there yeah, I guess. so you can have something to you know yeah i guess i won't judge that but next to your father is if your father hasn't moved on yes is you're kind of making that choice for him to show like that's not your that's not your thing or like have an empty seat next to your dad but then as you know like these are my parents at my wedding but then she can be on the other side. Yeah, I guess there could also be other ways to remember her without having to do stuff like that. Yeah. Where you're purposely excluding the new person. Because that would be embarrassing, too. It's just weird. And yeah. I, okay, first of all, it's, it's just weird. It's purposely rude and inconsiderate, uh-huh. for sure. Yes. Yeah. But I think the person that needs to talk to the daughter in the situation is the father. I agree. You can't really... I mean, you can, but I don't think it's going to necessarily solve anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I, I think when situations like this, like this kind of happened with my sisters and my mom's boyfriend, where there's just kind of like resentment that ca- will go away. I think everybody's cool with him now. Uh-huh. But you know, there, uh, when it when it's even if some time has passed and your parent has moved on, it might have a little bit of a sting left over, and it might be irrational. But, I, I mean, if you're not, like, a shitty person, then I don't think you have anything to worry about. Like, I'm sure the person will get over it. Yeah. I guess she didn't say um, how long ago the uh, the wife had died. But, yeah. I mean, she seems perfectly reasonable and, can like, aware enough. So, yeah, it just seems like this daughter is being highly yeah. emotional and bratty yeah or if you want to just like if you want to let her do that or just not go to the wedding like i mean i I, okay and even if she doesn't want her to sit next to the the dad during the ceremony but to for the reception to not have her at the same table Table, that's that's fucked up but also you can't control that like (laughs) once once the once things are happening people can get up out of their seats and move around so what what point is there to like have that i mean i guess during certain parts of the ceremony or to the reception, sorry, um, maybe people do need to be seated in their seats. But mm-hmm. after a while, everybody just kind of gets up and moves around. You're literally going to have this guy's wife 
sit at a different table. It's from ridiculous. Him? Yeah. But I, I mean, if the also, I guess there's a part of me that's like, well, if the, she's making that big of a deal about it, maybe I just won't go to the wedding. Like, yeah, you know, there's no obligation for you to be there. You, she's not your fucking daughter. Yeah, she obviously doesn't <clears throat> you like know, you or it, want you there. Right. So, and maybe she doesn't dislike you enough to not invite you, but she's making it pretty fucking known that you're not a part of my family. Yes. So I would just, yeah, I would probably not go. Yeah. But if you decided to make that decision and the husband was like, no, you got to come, then, then, well, then be you like, better fucking talk to your daughter yeah, then. exactly. Because they're making this very difficult. And but he has to talk me. about it in a way where it's like, I want this. Yes. Not where it's like, she's complaining that, you know what I mean? Well, or, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not obviously well, because yeah, you never right. know. <laughs> okay. Oh, this question's annoying. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. So this person is saying... This is a really long question, by the way. Uh, my life is perfect, and it doesn't just look like it from the outside. Beautiful hillside home with Instagram-worthy photo up locations in every nook and cranny. Kiddos who snuggle us, whip out witty banter, and kill kill it on the court. I don't know what court, but... <laughs> a few part-time jobs that give me just enough... Uh, to feel valued uh, with space for being a stay-at-home mom, a gym junkie, a bookworm, and an avid bath taker, and a dashing husband of thirteen who cooks. Wait, that's a that's a qualification that she's. She's. Those are all things that she does. I think. Uh, okay. <laughs> but she has a, a dashing husband, a thirteen-year-old who cooks, gives me. Oh, sorry, the husband has uh, been with her for thirteen years and cooks and gives me flowers on Valentine's Day and knocks my socks off in the sack. See, it really is quite the perfect life. Except my husband cheats on me. (laughs) 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 I I forgot. Part of me is like, good. This is a twist for me as well, because I forgot that this would happen. Oh, my God. Okay, my husband cheats on me. He's a dating uh, app frequenter, a dick pic connoisseur. Uh, a flirt to the max. He goes off from raunchy sexting to occasional hookup. Uh, strangers mostly, but it has gone as far as my high school bestie, giving me everything from anxiety, rage, fear, and STDs. <laughs> We've seen counselors, <laughs> read marriage books and sex books and divorce books, talked about splitting up and talked about staying. I've told him I can't stay if he continues, yet he continues and I stay, yes. I've reconciled myself to seeing um, he may have a need here I can't fill so porn it up baby just leave it the interaction with an actual person out of it but there's always seems there always seems to be an actual person I've given him my blessing to do whatever uh his uh to do whatever his heart or his dick really needs just be honest with me about it and yet I always find out on my own recently he uh said that he wouldn't need to step out if we had sex more often so I amped up my game and yet I still find after months of giving it up multiple times a week and believing that we were doing better that he is on another dating app so uh, Kiki what does a woman like oh that's the person that she was originally ready to <laughs> what does a woman <laughs> like me do we are happy we laugh and talk we go on dates and vacations we eat dinners a family evening and sleep in the same bed every night we do projects and family activities and vision boards and yet I've attempted to bend and twist and become what he needs I have forgiven and forgotten gotten and pretended until it was real again but i see those pictures shared across uh the ether or even random text messages with a light-hearted conversation i am lost i love this man i love our life but i can't reconcile this part of him maybe if he would just uh own up to it i could come to terms with his weakness maybe if i had if i could bend a little more i wouldn't mind so much but the hiding and secrecy and then the infidelity it's uh, bending me to the breaking point. What do I do? How do I keep uh, my really quite perfect life and shake off those parts of my husband that tear me to shreds? Or even better, how do I get him to stop? 
<laughs> now I understand why she needed to say all of those really obnoxious things about... How good her life is? Yeah, because she's trying to convince herself of that. I mean, your life is not perfect <laughs> if your marriage is literally terrible. <laughs> I mean, he sounds like a sex addict, no? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So you're not going to be able to get him to stop. No, probably not, unless he gets help. Um, yeah, and even then, when I feel like they get help, I feel like... I mean, how successful is therapy for a lot of people? I don't know. I, I don't know either. It's not a guarantee, at least. No, nothing is. Yeah, for sure. Rehabilitation of any kind is difficult. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like you have given so much already. He's not doing anything to try and make things better. At the very least, like she said, at least be honest about it, but he won't even do that. He's not trying to be like, hey, maybe I'll go to therapy. So I don't know. I mean, it sounds like she'll never leave him. So I don't really know what she wants, what advice she's looking for. <laughs> I, I like, honestly, yeah. I guess you're going to just keep having to find ways to convince yourself that you're okay with it because you take a lot of baths in your nice tub. Like. <laughs> yeah, I guess like yeah, having a divorce would mean that she wouldn't have to have the part that she wouldn't have to go from part-time jobs to full-time jobs. Yeah. I think she's wanting to have someone tell her like, yeah, I under, like it's okay that you stay because of all of these other things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And if you leave, then you won't have these things and that's worse. Yeah. But I don't feel like that's true, but I mean, maybe that does outweigh it for her and that's fine. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I guess, if if her life is so great, except for this one thing. But that one thing is like the <clears> biggest <throat> thing. But I mean, it seems like she really seems to say that it's not really affecting all this other stuff. Like they have great family and good times together. There just happens to be this other thing going on. I mean. Yeah, I don't believe that. <laughs> I mean, she's gotten over it, like, multiple times. I mean, maybe... Obvious, so, obviously, it's not, like, the sex thing. I think the husband just said that as a... Maybe, like, as a reason to... Blame it, blame her for his problem. Or maybe he... Well, yes. But maybe he also... I mean, that's a shitty, shitty fucking thing to say. Like, I'm not saying that he... I'm not trying to argue him saying that. But maybe he truly thought in his brain, like, oh, maybe if we do have sex more, maybe I won't as much. Mm -hmm. Which, reg or like, regardless, that's disgusting. But maybe he thought that and, it, and he couldn't help it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's a tough one. I, I don't know. I... <laughs> I'm not... I mean, usually I tell people to, like, get divorced and leave whoever they're with. But I just don't think she really wants to, you know, at all. So... Yeah. Maybe she should start cheating also. Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe she should. Maybe she should, and then he'll feel like you felt. <laughs> and it, the roles will reverse. Oh, you know no. what I mean? What did I get myself into? <laughs> I'm just saying, you got to fuck with him a little bit. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Shake things up a little bit. Give him a taste of his own medicine. Mm -hmm. My advice is you do you and stop worrying so much about his needs you think maybe there's like a maybe she should just go extra like out of sight, out of mind, just like don't even like. I mean, he's obviously not doing a very good job of hiding it. 
Yeah, I mean, if at this point, it's like, you know that that's going on. You know that that's going to continue to go on. So I guess if you're going to stay with him, like, stop looking for it. Because mm-hmm. you, like you, like, you either have to accept it. Yeah. And just, Go like, full denial. And, and, yeah, and be okay with it. And, and go into full denial. Like, you're just ignoring that it's happening. Or, I mean, you're going to have to do something about it. Like, or you're just going to drive yourself insane for the yeah. rest of I mean... Although, I mean, he might really have a problem if he's, like, I mean... He's given her STDs. <laughs> That's pretty fucked up. And her yeah. best friend. Yeah. But she seems, like, kind of okay with it. Maybe she's into it. I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, she seems like she would borderline be like, a, like oh, poly- polyamory would be fine. Mm-hmm. But she's just not fully there. I don't know. It sounds like she just wouldn't want it for herself. I don't Maybe know. Maybe some people don't think that think of it as an option. Yeah. Maybe they think like what's well, like it's either he's got to stop having sex with other people, or we have to. I don't know. I I, I, I think sometimes people don't see it as a, as an option. Mm-hmm. Even when you have two people that are both cheating on each other, yeah, they still can't just be like, oh, let's just both have sex with other people then. Yeah, because they'll just like continue to be like, no, we're not gonna have sex with anybody else. Yeah, but like wink, wink. Yeah, <laughs> the ego is too strong. You know? I guess so. It is. Sucks for her though. <laughs> That is unfortunate. Yeah, because I think she probably really hates her perfect life. David almost <laughs> fell over right now. I didn't, though. I saved myself. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll never fall down. You'll never catch me slipping, <laughs> Brittany. <laughs> um, okay, so it says, Dear Us, I met a guy on an online dating website, and we've we've have been dating for a month. There are definitely signs that he is interested in me. For example, he calls regularly, we spend time together, and he has opened up to me about himself. But I notice that he is still actively on his dating account every day. What really bothers me is just recently he updated his profile with a new photo, and here's the part that truly confuses me. I gave him a nickname when we first started talking about his personality, and he used the nickname in his profile. Ooh. He also changed his age range in women he's interested in. My age is still in the category, but he went up to 12 years older than himself. I don't know if him using my nickname I gave him is flattery or just messed up. Should I run now? Um, I mean, if there's not really any issues besides that, then... I mean, I certainly don't think it's flattery. I don't think no, he's that anticipating that you're checking this all the time. Probably not. But I guess I don't know what the rules of their relationship are. Well, like, they've been it, dating a month. Yeah, but are they exclusive? No, that's what I'm saying. It's only been a month. Yeah, it's been a short amount of time. Maybe he's still out there. I would say these are things to work to look out for, for mm-hmm. sure. These are like, you know, little little red flags. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like you said, I doubt they're exclusive. It sounds like they've just been exploring things. She didn't say, I think he's interested in me because we've talked about how he's interested in me. <laughs> so I don't think it's weird. No, that seems normal. Yeah, I mean, he's allowed to do that, so he's not doing anything wrong. Do I think, like, if he liked her a lot more, would he be doing that? I don't know. <sighs> so tough to say. Yeah, but I don't think that doesn't mean that he couldn't develop stronger feelings for her and eventually want to be exclusive. He just yeah. might not be there right now. It could be that maybe it's it's the the future of this relationship is still uncertain to a point. So maybe he's just continuing. Maybe he's been on it the entire time, but hadn't updated it, and so she didn't know. Yeah, I mean, I would talk to a guy that I liked for a month, and if I met if I was on a dating website, I mean, I am, but if I like actually actively used them, like. Even if I really liked the guy, after a month, I would still be on it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. 
I understand. Can't put all your eggs in one basket. No, exactly. I feel like it's almost like you. That there's a, there's a part of me that feels exactly that. It's like, well, uh, why get comfortable just because you're you've dating one person? Like, well, that's so silly. I mean, yeah, like maybe he doesn't know where she stands either. Yeah. So even if I'm like obsessed with this guy, I'm like, he could end things tomorrow. So I'm gonna keep my options open until we're in an exclusive relationship. Mm-hmm. And maybe even then, because you never, <laughs> you never know. know. <laughs> Be like the guy from the earlier question. Yeah. You got to always have someone in your back pocket. So when they end things, you can be like, it doesn't matter because I have Tom. And Tom has been waiting all this time for me. But I guess that is also the struggle of like, you know, people talk about this all the time. The struggle of like dating and like our like our generation of people where it's just like you can't. It's it's almost like. To the to, to a lot of people at our age now, it's almost assumed, like you said, like of course you're going to continue to keep searching for other people, which mm-hmm. I don't think is a bad thing. No. I don't think people. It's, I don't think it's healthy to get like so stuck on a person. Yeah, but unless you are in a committed relationship yeah. and you guys have discussed. People have a lot of expectations about yes. what people feel about them without discussing it. Yeah, and like a lot of that is based off of how things used to be or how things are supposed to be. Or it's like you meet somebody and there's all this chemistry, so you like fall madly in love and you have one of those romantic comedy relationships until you end up getting married at the end. And, and I just don't know if that's the way that things are going to be anymore. Right. Things are changing, not necessarily as a bad thing either, because I think a lot of people look at that stuff with criticism but that could be a good thing and it's just the way that the world is going to be from now on. Yeah. I'd like to be more naive to things. I think. What do you mean? <laughs> you want to think you want to things to go back to the way they were? Oh man. <laughs> good old days. <laughs> you want a guy to propose to you every day until you say yes? <laughs> oh yeah, like I didn't like him at first and then yeah. he finally wore me down. Yeah, exactly. And I yeah, just he was like, "Well, yeah, I guess I have to get married, right?" Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, I really like I would like to take more baths and I, I kind of want to double up. Have oven. an Instagram home. An Instagram home on a hill. You would you really though? <laughs> no, I do want a double oven though. Okay. <laughs> but I can get that for myself. That's true. Yeah. You don't need no man. No, I really do, do not. Yeah. Um, I just like to bake a lot. And sometimes I want to like bake something and cook something at the same time, especially during the holidays. I like to bake multiple things. You have a turkey uh, in one, a pie in the other. Yes. Or multiple, multiple baked goods. You right. Know? Oh, so, shit. Or even when I'm just baking normally, I can put two sheets of cookies. And I don't like one on a higher rack and one on a bottom. They don't heat even, evenly. Right. Two ovens. <laughs> and this is, this is why I need to start your Instagram account. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give people these hot cooking tips. Yeah. I really, um, that has been my dream for a long time. What? To have a double oven. Oh, okay. Cool. It's a simple dream. I don't know that many people who have one. Is it that simple? No, probably not. It well, involves owning a home, I think. Yeah. Or having enough money to like, yeah, well, probably having a... I think I make enough money to have a double oven. Uh, not in your apartment. No, no, not in my apartment. I can't install one legally probably, but if I bought a house, I think that I could, af- I think I could afford a double oven. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's the next step for me. <laughs> that's my next goal. That's that's where you're. That's where you want to be by forty. Is that your ten-year plan? Yeah, I have don't a think that's oven. a bad. No, that's a great because by your forties, you're definitely going to want to be spending a lot of time. Oh my baking. god, yeah, I'm going to have nothing. Nobody will like. Nobody's going to want to date me. I'm just going to be baking and cooking all day. This is what I do now. It's sad, but it's not sad. It's a very fun hobby. I love it. Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem that fun. It seems like a lot of standing around, but I'm sure the the results are awesome. Yeah. It, yeah. I, I don't know. I like all of it. 
What's the part where you like? Well, I guess, but you would you like watch a show while you wait for your stuff to bake? I mean, I don't just stand next to the oven while it's and baking. Watch it. Yeah, you don't look through the window excitedly. No, I like the process and I like the results. Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. Speaking of shows, I did start watching Game of Thrones. I know. So what made you finally decide to do that? Well, everybody was like giving me shit about not watching it for years. Yeah, but that always happens. And then. So yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, Madison just kind of was like, I have HBO for a month. Yeah. She's going to cancel it at the end of this month. So she's like, it's now or never. The show's about to end. Yeah. Did you start it? <laughs> yeah, I started it. I, st- I got them two episodes in. Okay. And what do yeah. you think so far? It's good. Okay. <laughs> I'm excited to hear more. I can't say I'm a fan. I don't know if like, unless she's pushing me to watch, at this point, unless she's pushing me to watch an episode, I don't know that I'm just going to be like, I need to find out what happens next. Yeah. You know? It takes a, it takes a little bit to, there's a lot of characters and a lot of character development. So it takes a, it takes a little bit to probably feel invested. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I mean, I, I I'm sure it's fine. I, I just, something it about it. It could be hard to get into. I, I don't think that's it. I'm sure if some people saw the first episode and were hooked immediately. Maybe, but maybe, but it's not like it takes work. It's a show that takes work. There's a lot of characters, a lot of backstory, a lot of things you need to know. It's not a show you can passively watch. Yeah, I get that. And thankfully, like I'm in, I know enough like about it, kind of like just from being knowledgeable about pop culture, just I guess. For, you know, the hard work it just takes to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hear people talk about yeah. it. Like, I'm pretty sure I've seen, like, an honest trailer or something about it. Mm-hmm. Something like that where I kind of gotten pieces of what happens. So I know who's going to live. I know who's going to be alive after season two. I know who's going to die probably at some point. I don't know if you maybe know that, but yeah, I'm sure you know who's going to live. Yeah, because I I see memes of the characters popping up from this last yeah. season. But knowing who lives doesn't mean you know who dies because you could just not be seeing memes of those characters. Nah, you know? I feel like I kind of have an idea that some people aren't on the show some. anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I know for sure Aquaman's not going to be in it that oh, much yeah. longer. I forgot about him, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I be I, he, I'm, I I don't know wh- when or how he dies, but I know most likely he will be exiting the show at some point. Mm-hmm. At least. Not past season four, I'm going to say. That would be correct. <laughs> but I think it's season, I think it's season two. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Well, well cool. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I can expect that during season two then. I am pretty sure it's season two. Yeah. Then. No spoilers for anybody else who hasn't seen Game of Thrones Yeah. Yet. Fuck off. <laughs> I wouldn't spoil anything recent. I hate the people who are like, oh, you didn't watch it an hour ago? Well, I guess that's your bad. Yeah. That you could, like, I'm like, come on like why do you even have to be nobody gives a fuck what your opinion is you don't have to post it on facebook yeah it's so annoying but even though i do i i, I realize that even though i do talk about how i don't watch shows i actually do watch a couple of shows what are <laughs> what are the couple of shows i mean i saw i saw stranger things okay yeah both seasons i saw i saw glow both seasons yeah i didn't watch the second season of glow i think i've seen all of the no i don't think the second season's out never mind of glow yeah it is, is. It? yeah it is i think i watched the first episode oh yeah, yeah of you're the right you're right season, yeah second season is out yes um, I, I, I saw, um, uh, most of the, the Netflix, uh, superhero shows, the Marvel ones. Oh, that's a lot of shows. But I love super, that's like my number one thing. Yeah. That's what I love the most. Yeah. So I will put the time and energy into. <laughs> you should watch Handmaid's Tale. That's uh, crazy. Uh, yeah. I guess it's a very relevant. It is. It's TV scary. show at that the moment. That show scares me. What's that on? Hulu. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, you got it, right? I got it. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that new Karate Kid show, the Cobra Kai. I heard that was good. I liked it, yep. Yeah. But see, some of those I already had, like, for the superhero shows and for uh, for Cobra Kai, there's already, like, a certain amount of work that I've already put into the shows yeah. to kind of get into it. So it just feels easier. Yeah. My ex and I, we had a list of things. We had a Google Doc of lists of things that we wanted to like we were going to watch together and Cobra Kai was on there because oh. he liked it so, so did probably, you ever get around to it no I don't think I'll ever watch it now not because of that but I mean that was like why I was going to oh and now you don't want to anymore I mean I never really had like a strong interest I'm sure that I would like it okay. but I, I don't think it's something I'm going to watch make myself watch on my own like you said right yeah yeah, yeah for sure yeah I don't have a bunch of people telling me to watch Cobra Kai <laughs> <laughs> Raul liked it too, though, I think. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, not, it's on YouTube, so not a super popular show. Yeah, no, it doesn't, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Is that it for the, okay, anyway. <laughs> I'm trying to see if there's any other TV stuff I need to catch up on. Uh, there's well, tons, but. Well, I mean, like, catch you up on, because I oh, feel I like I, I made that realization and I felt a lot of guilt, because I was like, I've been telling Brittany that I don't watch shows, but I do watch Some a couple shows. of shows. Yeah. But, like, these are all very, like, far apart. Like, I saw Cobra Kai season two, like, this last week. And then before that, the last thing I saw was, like... So you watch shows, like, with the frequency that I have sex with people. It's yes. Like. <laughs> I go through... Sometimes I go years without watching a yeah. show. And, you know, it doesn't bother you. No, it's okay. I'm not, like, seeking it. I get it now. <laughs> it's I, I think I understand you better now, too. Okay. Now that you put it that way, I'm like, oh... How can you not? But yeah, I guess that makes sense. And we'll never give each other shit about it again now. Mm. <laughs> What's I give you shit about having sex or yeah, not? Yeah, you're always sex? like, why aren't you having sex with more people? I think, no, I think if anything, I criticize the people that you have sex with. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's fair. That's true. Oh, man. Yeah, we're not talking about that one. <laughs> I we thought can't about get it. No, update. I really, really want to, but I am actually very scared to talk about that. <laughs> I'm not. I'm serious. That's fair for your for your uh, safety. I'll edit that part. Yeah, out. and that's like legit. <laughs> hey, you know what? <laughs> I don't blame you. Yeah. All right. So there's a guy that I've been talking to for over a year. Uh, I met him through a friend in Europe. We all chilled, had fun. He was nice to me. One year later, uh, back in the states, we live in the same city. I was unknowingly talking to him over the phone, just messing around. His cousin was dating my friend, and his cousin gave the phone to him. He said that he remembered me, told me to come over, so I did. We connected over the summer and saw each other a few times. Uh, we would, uh, he would hug me, sometimes ask for a kiss on the cheek, and was nice all the time. It's a weird request to ask for. What would you do if I just asked you for a kiss on the cheek? I, that would be very <laughs> caught off guard. I would just probably be like, well, why? <laughs> I also like how if you look at your facial expressions when you read these questions, it, it looks like you have never read them before. Like, it looks like you didn't pick out these questions. Oh, a lot of the times I see a question, copy, paste it, and then, yeah. Sometimes, like, yeah, some, a lot of the times I have read, I'm reading it for the first time. Really? <laughs> what if they're bad, though? Because so many that I read I think are... I, like, go over them real quick just to see if the topic is somewhat interesting. Yeah. So, like, the other one, like, when I read the previous question, I was actually, like, surprised myself like he's by... cheating on you? Yeah. What? Well, yeah. I forgot that that was a twist. That's yeah. the reason I kept it. It was like, oh, okay, so there's an interesting twist to this. Because if I had just read the beginning, I would have been like, this is stupid. Right. Well, that's why sometimes I get bad questions also, I think. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> You you like vet all your questions? Oh yeah. Okay. And there's I I don't you pick practice a read them. I don't practice read them. No. Okay. 
Um, but I'll read them to make sure. And I'll think about, like, do I actually want to spend time answering that? Do I think it would be interesting to talk about? Yeah. Yeah, sometimes I'm stumbling over the, the words. So there's been lots of times that I'm like, oh, maybe I should, like, read these ahead of time so that way I, I don't sound like I'm learning to read. <laughs> and now you made me self-conscious about it, so. No, it, it's not even how you're reading it. It's your facial expressions. Like, oh. you are surprised all the time. <laughs> like, you're like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, you're reading it fine. Okay. Uh, I lost my place. Okay, so um, oh, so he would ask him for a cheek on the, a kiss on the cheek. Okay, uh, we lost contact for a while, but then I started calling him around December. He came to my house for New Year's and got mad at me because I hit him up, upside the head. What? I was just playing around and I, and I'm always aggressive towards him. Whenever I contact him, he always writes back, but he will never ever agree to see me anymore. Then <laughs> when I bitch him out and tell him I'm done, he'll call two seconds later and apologize and will ask me out on a date that we never end up going on. I need help. No one can diagnose my problem. It's driving me crazy for some stupid reason. I feel like this person for some reason I like this person a lot. I can't seem to stop writing to him because I feel that he likes me back but won't admit it because he has too much pride. Each and every time I shut him down and I tell him that I'm done with his ass, he makes it so that I'm not mad at him anymore. Why? If he doesn't like me, why respond or ask me on a date, period? Um, <laughs> Such a weird ass. Why did I pick this? I don't know. <laughs> so she, sl- she hit him. Upside the head. Upside the head. Playful. She was kidding. Playfully. But she's always aggressive. Sure. She's just oh, she's very aggressive. <laughs> I uh, probably avoid hanging out with this person too. Oh yeah, honestly. I'm sure. I don't think it's his pride. That's like, <laughs> I'm too proud to tell this girl that I like her. I think he probably likes having a passive relationship with her. It's fun when you have somebody that you can text that you have like a flirty relationship with. But there are people that I have that with, and I don't really care to hang out with them. But I just like, it's a fun to text them. It's fun to talk to them. Yeah. And that's about that. And maybe if they try, like, we're like, I'm done with this. Maybe I would try and smooth things over. But I don't know. You know, I can kind of see where he, that part of it is appealing to him. Mm -hmm. But I know I don't think he likes you probably at all in a real way. And it seems like you guys, you like him a lot because you feel like, it's never reached its potential and mm. you guys have never fully explored that. Maybe you might be blaming it on this slapping on the head too. Yeah. Which could have been a red flag for him for sure. Sure, that would for sure probably make me not like somebody, you know? <laughs> if somebody slapped me upside the head. Yeah. Who I don't think that we would further the relationship. Yeah, I'd be very confused about why somebody would like safely <laughs> hit me on the head. Yeah. And like I understand maybe like the arm or yeah. something else. It's very disrespectful. The head. Yeah. Just seems not cool. Yeah. I know, like, I know there's people that, like, playfully will slap someone in the face. Yeah. Which would fucking enrage me. Yes, that's one of those things that would um, make, like, I said I don't get mad a lot. That would be, like, I would go from, like, zero to 60 Mm -hmm. real, but, like, my blood would be boiling. Yeah, I would 100 times rather be punched in the face than get slapped. I just hate it, and I don't know why it upsets me so much. Yeah. But I do not like getting slapped at all. Yeah. It, 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 I, I don't want to be punched in the face, but I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think she should just... I think you just need to move on. She for sure needs need to, to move, move on. on. This guy's obviously not interested. But also, for people that are not interested, you should probably stop, like, like at least leaving that known. door open. Yeah, yeah. 
Because I, I don't want, like, I know a lot of people say, like, oh, this person led me on, and a lot of times they didn't really do that. This person kind of is leading her on, sort of, by, like, asking her on and then just, like, ghosting her. Well, yeah, it seems like he's completely leading her on. I understand it, but, yeah, I mean, yes, he should not do Probably that. Probably just not, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's true. <laughs> and also stop hitting people. Yeah, don't hit people. Yeah, don't hit people. Stop being so aggressive. Yeah. I mean, it, I, I, I unless get, you're like, fighting for your life. Playfully hitting someone like on the arm or something yeah. like that or is like, very different from hitting them upside the head. Or like <gasps> if you're playfully pretending to be cats and you crawl around and you like paw at That's each other. That's okay. As long as you don't use real claws. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No real claws. <laughs> just just your fingertips. Yes. Yeah. That's just okay. Just mime it. It's mm-hmm. that, that part's okay. Meow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, five. Oh, I'm gonna drop my phone. Hold on. Got it. Okay, five years ago, my husband and I gave his infertile sister some of our fertilized embryo. We were done having children at the time. We meant this as a gift, as my sister-in-law was in ag- agony. She now has a beautiful daughter, but my husband and I are rethinking our offer. <laughs> it's funny because, like, you can't take like I re- like you can't take that. Um, She's overly involved to the point that she has refused to leave the child alone with her husband for over a year. My niece has obvious separation anxiety and still is not toilet trained. Their marriage is on the rocks, but my sister-in-law asked for the last of our embryos this Christmas. She did this in front of the entire family and followed up twice on our non-committal response. We still have four embryos in storage and have been debating what to do. My sister-in-law is not abusive, but in my heart of hearts, I can't say she is a good mother. My husband doesn't like his sister pushing on this in front of everyone. He's says we should lie and say an accident happened. I don't know. And I hate the presumption of my sister-in-law pushing after we demurred the first time. It was humiliating having my business uh, paraded in front of everyone without a word. I fear what will happen if we refuse this. Hmm. Very interesting. Yeah. That's a very big thing to take away from somebody after having that be like, hey, you can have this. Yeah, because it's... Potential child. Well, right. So it's not like that one question where I think the sister was asking her to carry a child for her again. And she was like, I don't want to do this anymore. This is like, you were willing to give an embryo the first time. And they obviously are not obligated to Mm -hmm. again. But the reasoning would literally just have to be like, we just don't think you're a good Good mom. Yeah. I am honestly, I'm of her husband's mindset. I would... I would say that they had an accident. Yeah, I don't I don't understand people's like I'm not going to lie about something like that. It's like people lie all the fucking time. People lie every day about little things, big things, that like it's just like saying I just I just don't get why people have to yeah, why people have to be high and mighty about telling the truth in situations where it would be a lot easier not to. I get it's a big thing to lie about. But in this case, I think it's just, it's not a lie that you're telling to hurt somebody Mm -hmm. or it's not a lie that you're telling like where you're cheating or something like that. It's just like, it's better all around for everybody if you tell this lie. Right. Yeah. I guess maybe some people just want to be able to have the power to like set up the boundaries for themselves and be like, but obviously these people don't. So maybe you're right (laughs) and they should just lie about it. If they can't just like, is it be worth it though? Is it worth it for you to be like? Because it's uh, I mean, I, I just don't feel like it's worth it. Yeah, them. I guess that's true. Well, you think it's like you, th- but if this person is, maybe they're. 
I mean, I, I, the person isn't abusive or anything like that, so they're not putting kids in danger. This but it sounds like a parent thinks that this person thinks that she's a shitty mom, but I don't know. I guess. I mean, I'm sure her kid will have issues based on if she really is like smothering her kid and being that overbearing. Yeah. And I guess it's a kind of a different kind of abuse, but it's true. Uh, maybe that's just her perception of it. Mm-hmm. You know, some people think parents are too overprotective. I mean, it sounds like she is, but yeah, maybe but her husband like, shouldn't be left alone with the baby for you. I mean, yeah, I, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, a lot of guys are bad with kids. So yeah, for sure. <laughs> and I, I mean, if she's infertile and she'd been trying to have kids for a long time, I don't blame her for, you know, so I don't know, but I think they should lie. That might be a good idea. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It does make me wonder though, like maybe are the parents just being like overly critical or is the is this person being over overly critical of her parenting skills? Or if there's actually a, a real problem that you actually think there's a good reason why she should not have another kid. But regardless, even if she's being overly critical of her parenting skills, she has a right to because she has a right to f- feel overly critical and not want to give her embryos. But I'm saying that's fine, just lie to her about it. Okay. All right. Sounds good then. Yeah. That's our advice then. Lie. That's my advice. It doesn't have to be your advice. but Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I guess my advice would be. Yeah. I don't know what my advice would be. What would you do? Oh. I would lie. My family is really difficult. Mm-hmm. So wouldn't it be easier to lie? It might be. But Especially if you still want to maintain a relationship and not... Because this is something, yeah. if you tell the truth, this is something that for the rest of your lives is going to be a thing. Yeah. And I don't want to deal with that. That's true. Yeah. Well, maybe you're right then. Yeah. I guess in some situations, maybe So get your story down. <laughs> Make talk about it. Yeah, talk about There was a power outage, the backup generators, they didn't come through and <laughs> it got too warm and they're not viable anymore. Yes. Also, sometimes these things don't work. Yeah, but that's, a, you know, I don't know if she wants to <laughs> roll the just, dice. Maybe roll the dice and hope that it fails. Because what's the percentage on these things? I have no idea, but what if it doesn't fail? Uh, then she's got another kid. Uh, yeah, I got, uh, yeah. <laughs> maybe she should let her have another kid so that one kid isn't the only one that the mom's focusing yeah, on. Yeah, maybe this is the practice one. So a lot of times the first one is tough. You got to get a little practice in before you can get it right. Yeah, I'm the second one. I'm the one that was right. You came out way better. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> My sister is way nicer than me, actually. Oh, well. So maybe don't have a... You, she can end up like Brittany then if you have a second kid. Yeah. <laughs> no one wants that. <laughs> All right, here's my question. Okay. Um, as someone who has a tendency to get easily depressed and obsessively self-analyze, how do you deal uh, with a one-sided affection? Apologies for the length. Um, well, that's <laughs> that's from both of us. Uh, so I confessed uh, to one of my best friends. Uh, we'll call her Pods. I don't know why you would pick that name, but okay. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't feel the same, and it's eating me more than I feel it should. I have a bit of a history with this girl. We were classmates for two years and barely 
uh, ever interacted. I was really withdrawn most of high school. Senior year, I really came out of my shell and started talking to more people. Along with this, I fell for this girl hard. I've had vague crushes before, but nothing like this. It started in the fall, so I felt this way for over a year at this point. I slowly became friends with her as the years went on. It built up to the last dance of our high school career. I asked her to, and she said yes. It was a great night up until my best friend, uh, we'll call him friend A, <laughs> the first person that I ever told I had a crush on this girl, called her while she was drunk and said that he would have hooked up with her if she was still at the party. I'm not usually a proponent of guy code. Uh, entitlement is toxic, but this was a grimy move on his part. I'm not going to get into the details, but they had a fling that ended it within a week. She had never done anything with this guy before. It turns out that he took pictures of them hooking up, sent them to guys in our class. As soon as I heard about this, I told Pod's best friend about it, and she told Pod's, of course. Of course, this ended their relationship, which lasted about five hours. Anyway, I was already a good friends with Pod's best friend, so we became a bit of a trio from there on out. The whole experience made us way tighter since it was so emotionally draining. Problem is, I uh, only fall for pods harder from here on out. I got to the point where I knew her well enough to say that I was in love, at least as in love as you can be with a friend. So I texted her one night at the end of July and said that we needed to talk. I pick her up. We go to a park. I just lay it out uh, to her that I wanted every uh, a quirk and character trait I liked about her and uh, that she didn't have to respond to anything right away. She said that she has so much respect for me that she has always had fun hanging out with me and felt like she could talk to me about mental health type issues that she couldn't with other friends. But she says that she's interested in someone else currently. Also says that she doesn't want to make things awkward for me and that we uh, can take a break from hanging out if I want. I take her up on that offer. It's been like two months now and I'm still not over it. I'm, think I'm still thinking about her more often than sometimes... Uh, more often than sometimes, and it's really the worst. I miss her. I feel like a bad friend for dropping her off after six years of uh, six months of friendship, just because she didn't feel the same way. But it hurts to be her friend. Like physically, I can't. I can feel the ache in me, and it feels like there's just something wrong with me now. I invested so much of myself into this. Uh, oh shit! What did I do? <laughs> <laughs> um. I invested so much of myself into this issue. I guess I tried to be the best possible me for her and what wasn't enough. That other person she was interested in, he lives two states down from us and it didn't work out. She ended up crying in a basement at her birthday party when it when he didn't reciprocate and she'd rather deal with this than uh, even attempt at going out with me. This isn't... Uh, me saying I'm entitled to her affection. She doesn't know me anything. She always told me uh, about her failed romances and such. It just kills me, kills my self-esteem that she's disinterested in me as an alternative. What piece am I missing that all these other guys so clearly had? I can't help but ask what is wrong with me. I thought I'd <clears throat> get some closure in confessing because I've known that she's uh, that I've liked her, uh, but it's just not there, and it feels like it's never going to be there. I'll never stop wondering about the possibilities and where I went wrong. Or I was going to confess to her after the dance before my friend did this thing. After that, it feels like this would, uh, this wound just won't heal properly. It feels infected, spreading all throughout my mind in places where it has no right to. Above all else, it just feels pathetic uh, that I'm uh, affected by all this, feeling this alone. Like, I hate this message. Uh, I hate that this message is as long as it is. I'm trying to find someone else to feel this way about, and nothing ha is more unattractive than being this hung up on a girl. I try to do thought experiments where I'm someone else instead of where I, I'm with someone else instead of pods, but it always seems like uh, I'm settling. It feels like I need to cry it all out, but I can't for some 
uh, unnameable reason. Am I just broken? Whew. No. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, that was way longer than it needed to be. But um, I don't know that I have advice, but I will say that this has happened to me before. Right. Um, where I've been on the reciprocating end of a couple of my good guy friends right. telling me that they had feelings for me. Um, one of them was pretty similar to this situation, but except for we were friends a lot longer. Longer than this. Uh, six months. I think it's so funny when people are like, I invested so much time into them. I'm like, that is not <laughs> a lot of time at all. We were very, very good friends. Um, like probably best friends. And then he told me he had feelings for me and I didn't have them back. Um, and we would have, he would have to, he's had gone through periods where he was like, I can't hang out with you anymore because it's too hard. This is years and years and years ago. Um, and then so we wouldn't hang out for periods of time and then we would hang out again. And I, I'm sure he liked me for a very long time, but I will say that he moved on from it completely and fully. It took a while, but I mean, that's going to happen with this guy. I'm not saying he has to stay friends with her if that's too hard for him, but it's possible. Yeah. And... Um, now that friend of mine is with somebody that he loves like way more than he probably ever even liked me, right. you know? So it's just like that will happen for him. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like he's really young also. Yeah. And yeah. nothing's wrong with him. No. Like nothing is, nothing was wrong with either of the people that expressed interest in me. I just didn't have that same interest back. And maybe it was because we had been friends so long. I, I really have no idea. Um, but definitely they are people who are like great catches. I just, you know, and it wasn't even that they were unattractive. It's just like sometimes that one thing is missing that you can't explain. Yeah. But there are people that other people would for sure fucking like go crazy over. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. He just needs to, he's just got to give it time. Yeah. I think you just got to give it time. And I, I think to obsess over like, oh, maybe if I had done this thing differently, I just don't think it matters. No, if he had called her that night, it wouldn't, that wouldn't yeah. have mattered. And, and I, I think when, when, that, when things don't work out with somebody, I think you, you obsess over the possibilities of it. Yeah. Um, we're like, oh, what could I have done differently? What could I have done right? Like, I, you know, maybe the, you guys would have gone out and it wouldn't have gone well. I mean, for the most part, I feel like 95% of the time, if somebody likes you, they like you. Yeah. And if they don't, they don't. And there's nothing you could have done either way that could change that at any certain point in time. Yeah. And then there's those instances in which... Like, sometimes circumstance do come into play, but I feel like that's so rare. Right. Um, yeah, so I don't really Yeah, think. I don't know what happens, like, in these situations where this person's not interested, and maybe, like, you hear those stories of, like, oh, uh, then they, after, you know, they... That pisses me off. Yeah, yeah, it's, like, whatever, dude, but... That does happen, I mean, and I'm, like, ugh, you're, like, the exception to mm-hmm. the rule, and then you're the people that people are, like, see, it yeah, happens. it happens, I know. Yeah. But but I'm uh, okay. So I was in a very similar situation like this, where I was like super into this girl for a super long time in high school, and then we finally dated, and it did not go well. Yeah. Oh, if, I guarantee you, if I dated either of those guys, yeah, they probably wouldn't have actually liked me. I don't think. I, who knows? Or maybe yeah. maybe you would have. Yeah, maybe they would have, and you wouldn't have had the same feelings. I don't know. Something would have. Something could have gone wrong. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, in my situation, it did, and I I was like so obsessed with this person for like years yeah like a long time <laughs> like even after i already started dating somebody else right but now, but now looking back on it i'm like of oh, that i don't think that was anything i think that was just like me 
being obsessed with somebody and not like because I was so depressed, like that's the only thing that I had. Well, sometimes, yeah, that makes it hard to not be obsessed with somebody Mm -hmm. when you're very depressed because they're giving you yes happiness or a feeling Mm -hmm. of happiness. Yeah, but But then you, but then I think when you like actually like love somebody, then you're like, oh yeah, that wasn't what it was at all. Yeah, I'm still I'm waiting to feel that. I'm waiting to feel that love for somebody because I know I feel like I will like when I'm in mm. a relationship with somebody if I ever get in a relationship with somebody that I love yeah. that loves me back in the same way I expect and hope to feel like oh what I felt before was not real love so I'm I'm fingers crossed <laughs> fingers crossed for that emotion. yeah I think that will happen it, yeah it's interesting I think especially when you're young you just like I'm not <laughs> yeah well I mean I said especially when you are yeah it can happen when but you're I'm aware older it, also you know? yes yeah I'm yeah, I don't know. I think, yeah, I think, or maybe your your definition of what you think love is or your memory of that thing is just so faded that it just feels different. Right. But I honestly think whatever was going on with me was not healthy mm-hmm. and, and it just wasn't, wasn't right. Yeah. There was a lot of things that I think I obsessed about because it was like, oh, this person's so interesting and unique. There's nobody else like them. Yeah. It's like. Guess what? There is. <laughs> Pods. A lot of people like pods. Yeah, I'm sure might she's be. special. I'm sure she's great. I'm sure she is. And actually, you know, you, there is. it's hard to make a connection with somebody. Sure. Yeah. But it's not impossible. It's not. No. And maybe she sucks. <laughs> maybe she sucks to date. Yeah. Maybe, maybe she's, she's a really cool friend and not a really good girlfriend. Yeah. So. That's how I am. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm probably a Not worst. a good friend. I'm, yes. <laughs> I was going to say, I am um, a worse friend than I would be a girlfriend. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, 100%. Gotcha. I was... Tits. A great girlfriend? I was. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. I, in my opinion, which yeah. I feel like I'm pretty self-aware. All right. Yeah. Cool. Uh-huh. Well, if anybody else is listening and is, needs a girlfriend, Brittany. Uh, <laughs> great girlfriend, apparently. Yeah. Cool. All right. All well, right. I guess that that's going to be the... For the that's going to be it for this episode. Sorry, I couldn't talk for a second. It's okay. Um, as usual, if you want to ask us some solicited advice, you can reach us at unsolicitedadvicepodcast1 at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, give us uh, uh, rating, ratings and, uh, and stuff like that on iTunes or whatever podcast app that you listen to us on. Yeah, if that'd you, be cool. You know, help us get some more listenership. If you want to leave some comments about only if you like it, that'd be nice. Yeah, don't give us any. We don't like uh, uh, negative. You things. can give us negative feedback personally, but don't do it in a public way where people are going to be discouraged from listening to our podcast. Yes, exactly. Please. But also don't tell me either. <laughs> Unless it's constructive. <sighs> yeah, I guess it can be constructive. Yeah. It depends on my mental. Ask me how I'm doing first before you drop a bomb on me. Okay. Because sometimes I'm not ready to hear it. Sometimes if you tell me something negative, even if you tell me something positive about the podcast, if I'm in the wrong mood, I might be like, I'm going to quit. I want to know everything positive you feel. Oh, I definitely want to know everything positive. I should take that back immediately. I love the positive stuff. Yeah. And if you you have a podcast and you want to give me a shout out on your podcast. Oh, that'd be I love it. That's one of the highlights of my... Of my life is when Brittany's like, oh, we mentioned you on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> That's nice. That must be a nice feeling. I don't know that I've gotten that before. Well, we, uh, I, the, the podcast I do is with you. Yes. And the other podcast that you do is also with, with you. With you. Oh, yeah. So with who you, me. can, unless me and Roel had separate podcasts. Then or if we, you guys were guests on podcasts. He is sometimes. Has he ever mentioned you? Not that I know of. Wow. What yeah, a piece what of a shit. dick. You've mentioned him twice. I talk about Rebel. Rebel is my best fucking friend, dude. <laughs> and he's never. Never brought you up. No. Okay. 
Well, I'll make sure I make a greater attempt to try to mention you on podcast then. Thank you very much. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for listening and don't overdo anything. Futuristic, would you put your two lips on my wooden kiss and could you see yourself with a nigga?